Hi, welcome to episode 96 of Whispers Plant Spirit Medicine Podcast. I'm Amanda Nicole, and I have some medicine for you. In my experience with the plants, of course, I began, as so many of us do, with partnering with them for the help of my body and the bodies of those around me, (laughs) my family, my friends, my community. Um, But then, as you have probably noticed, over time, my partnership with the plants shifted from just offering um, medicine for the physical body to the emotions, um, our anger, our sadness, our grief. And then I kept going (laughs) and connected with the plants in a way where the wisdom and medicine and messages that I receive and that they offer are connected to the soul. Really, in my experience, to the deepest level of us, maybe even things we don't have names for yet um, in our human experience here. And so what I have been finding is that the medicine of the plants takes us back to our origins, the origin of all things, the the center of the center, as my friend um, Angel Deer says, this phrase that he was given, to the center of the center, to the source. And what I'm finding myself is that this appears to be <laughs> love, divine love, the divine heart, and the way that we tap into This divine love and divine heart is through our very own, our very own hearts, our very own love, which is an embodiment, a manifestation, an expression of that divine love and that divine heart. The plants that have most helped me do this, of course, they all have their ways. I'm sure they're those I'm not going to name because I don't understand yet how they open the channels, but the ones that I currently have an awareness of how they open those channels with the heart are American Holly, most definitely, but it's quite a powerful medicine. I I had a client who described it as um, transformation through crisis, and and that is... (laughs) like a really incredible way to describe uh, the power of Holly's medicine in just a few words. So American Holly, just immediate uh, connection to that divine heart, but it can be a lot for us as humans to feel and to hold. It can literally be physically painful to feel that sort of expansion. And so all at once, and so Holly will, move us there through um, steps over time. Tulip poplar, of course, uh, just beautiful for opening the heart, vulnerable heart, soft heart, um, golden heart, just really exquisite heart that's holding um, divine love and divine 
light and expressing it, sharing it. And of course, Rose, no questions asked, um, with her heart opening capabilities again and again and again, opening her petals and unfurling. And Violet, this sweet little plant that helps us to express and release and move through feelings of sadness and anger and grief so that we can then have space for love, for joy. So these are the plants that come to mind right away that have been helps for me in returning to my heart, experiencing my heart, knowing my heart. Also, I have to pause here and tell you as I'm recording, I have seen 111, 222, 333, and just now 444. So <laughs> this is, you know, this is where it's at. Um, we're in the right place. We're moving in the right direction. So these are the plants that have helped me to return to my heart, to know her again, to discover her again, to trust her again, to follow her again, express her again, open her again. Um, and this is what I feel is, um, the journey <laughs> that we are here for and the journey that the plants will help us, um, walk through experience is this return to our hearts, return to love return to the connection to divine love to the divine heart and then to that full expression of it in us because each one of us are our own embodiment of oh i love this this is holly medicine coming through i wasn't expecting this um of divine love embodied so what does divine love sound like look like um what does it do if divine love is embodied in Amanda? Or what does divine love sound like and look like and do if it's embodied in particular one of my children or one of my friends or in you? So however many human beings there are uh, on the earth at this moment, each one of them is here to embody a particular expression of the divine love so as we connect to our hearts and from there find that oh here we are the divine heart the divine love is here inside of me and begin to open and to become vulnerable and to begin to fill ourselves up with it to where it starts to spill out and spill over and we're glad to give it away to share it um, then there are millions, billions of expressions of the divine love more and more fully. The world is becoming filled with the divine love. The more we are filled with it, the more it spills out into the world, the more the world is filled up with it. It's really a beautiful image that I'm holding in my mind right now of what is possible and what is happening and what will be that uh, as humans the return to the source 
the return to our hearts, to our love, to our connection, to the divine love and the divine heart. And in doing that, realizing like that's all of us. <laughs> we are all from that place. We are all that place. We are all the divine love, the divine heart. And simply here to embody our own expression of it. The divine love desires expression. It desires embodiment. Uh, I was saying to a friend last night that I had this realization about myself. <laughs> and you know how it is. You think, that's so obvious. Why didn't I have that realization sooner, like years and years ago? But, you know, we're on our path. We're on our journey. And my realization was that I fall in love with essences, the essence of things the essence of a person, the essence of a house, the house I live in, the essence of a place, the essence of a plant, um, the essence of a song. And and my friend said, you know, by that, are you meaning, you know, the soul? I said, you know, whatever word you want to choose, but what it is, is this, the essence of it, you know, just it's authentic self, you know, the soul of it, sure, you know, and, and so I, I meet someone and I can see it. I can see their essence. And I'm like, oh, I love you. Look how beautiful you are. <laughs> and they are, yes. But what happens? Uh, this is true with all of us, myself included. Our essence is not always being uh, fully, and sometimes, you know, not even close to fully expressed or embodied in the 3D, in the body in the here and now in form. And this is the same ex experience I've had like with my house. <laughs> I fell in love with its essence. I can see it. Oh, look, isn't she beautiful? You know, what she's been, what she will be, what she is. Look at her spirit. Look at her essence. Look at what's possible here. Look at the potential here. Look at it. Um, yet that's not what she currently is in the 3D, in the in form. Um, and this happens to me <laughs> maybe some of you this is resonating with in so many ways and um it's frustrating you know and it's kind of sad and it leaves a, a longing there and and a desire to bring that um maybe bring isn't the right word i mean with my house i would need to bring it but with a human just a desire to witness just to experience this full expression of the essence, you know, so with like humans, I'm like, oh, you're so beautiful. Go for it. You know, uh, with the house, you know, it will need my help to help it go for it. Same with, you know, a garden or a piece of land. And But what I said to my friend uh, last night was, I so long for the experience of that full expression of the essence. You know, that full expression of what is true and authentic, um, the embodiment of that essence. And so back to love. <laughs> That's what it is for each of us. You know, the divine desires that. The divine love desires to be expressed, to be embodied, to come into form, matter, to incarnate. And this is what we are here for. So this is part of what I love about the plants is that uh, I've referred to them in the past, talking, writing, 
um, as instruments of incarnation, you know, support and help to us as humans to remember who we are, um, to speak in, you know, a certain way of describing this experience, to remember the garden, to remember Eden, to return to it because the natural world, the water, the plants, you know, they've never forgotten. But us as humans, we have, we have forgotten. And they're waiting for us <laughs> to return to the source, to divine love. And once you return to it, it can't help but begin to be embodied in you and to express. And that return to the form happens and that incarnation happens. And there's a passage in the Christian scriptures where it says, it's really beautiful and also sad <laughs> that the creation groans under us, groans under us as humans. <laughs> Not because it doesn't love us, um, but because uh, as we are lost and trying to find our way, it is having that experience with us. And yet it sees us and how beautiful we are and that's 13 13 and what our true essence is and it remembers us in the garden it remembers us before we forgot and has a great longing for us to return um so that we can all experience that together again and be one not just as humans but um with the world at large the totality of it so this took a little bit of a different path than I thought it would, but that's what wants to come out. <laughs> I think I'll just make a little shift here at the end um, and return to what had originally been in my heart to share about the heart, which is the plants helps me to return to the heart um, and to follow the heart. And so to follow it, that's what it means to begin to embody it, right? Because to follow it is to make this choice and this decision and say this and do that and go there and create this, right? 1414, 14, I'm loving it. And so this is what the plants have helped me to do, to return to my heart, to be able to even hear it again to listen to it again, to even though it has a voice and then to trust it again, because, you know, we can be taught explicitly through institutions like our families or, you know, religion or government or whomever, but we can also experience it in our life. Things can happen to us where we are told um, or taught not to trust the heart. Don't listen to it. You know, it can lead you astray. Holly said to me the other day, there is no such thing as a straight when you're following the heart because to follow the heart is to be in alignment some of you may have heard the term aligned action i've thought what is aligned action aligned to what <laughs> i've been kind of confused and i've had a little bit of trouble with that for some time and then of course the plants come through this one holly oh 15 15 sorry i hope i'm not driving you crazy with that it just matters to me and it feels like a blessing on this episode um what is there to be in alignment with except your heart? Seriously. What is it to be in alignment? To be in alignment is to be in alignment with your heart. Because that is to be in alignment with love. Because that is to be in alignment with source, which is divine love and the divine heart. So when we are following our heart, there is no going astray. See what I mean? <laughs> when we are following our heart, we are in alignment. We are here 
to come into alignment with our heart, to come into alignment with love, and then to follow that. So here's the thing, though, as some of you have probably noticed, when you follow your heart, and it's it takes a little practice, to be honest with you, to um, come to a place where you can discern that that's what you're doing, that you are indeed following your heart. It takes time to recognize the voice again, recognize the feeling again, because there's so much on top of it that uh, is not you know, the heart. But when, when you become familiar with the voice, when you can discern um, and you tap in and you know that you're following the heart, you are going to end up making some decisions, <laughs> doing and saying some things that other people are going to consider foolish and maybe um, reckless, impulsive, crazy. Uh, maybe, maybe those things will be out of line with what are considered the rules or manners or certain protocols or this, that, or the other, right? And so then we do or say or be or those things. And then people say, oh, she's so impulsive. That was crazy. I can't believe she did that. She lost her mind. <laughs> 17, 17. Um, and we can take those words in and feel them. And they can discourage us from trusting our hearts and following them again. And we can wonder, are they right? Have I been foolish? Am I crazy? Did I just make a fool of myself? Did I do, quote unquote, the wrong thing? And this realization came to me. Oh, no, no. You are in alignment with the heart. Stand up straight stand up tall, stand up sure, stand up confident, because you know that you followed your heart and you can trust it and that you are not crazy. You are in alignment. The, the fact of the matter is, is that most of the world right now is not in alignment with the heart. We're moving in that direction, but still, um, it seems that the loudest voices are not in alignment with the heart, that we still value things that are not the heart, that we still seek after things that are not the heart, that we still, you know, rubber stamp, give our approval to things that are not the heart, often the mind or something else entirely. I don't even understand sometimes what we're doing, but it's not the heart. So if you follow your heart, you are in alignment. You are. You are at the center of the center. So however other people choose to experience you <laughs> and whatever words they use to describe it, sink into that place, the center of the center, the heart of the heart <laughs> inside of you and rest there, you know, in certainty and in love. And here's the thing. Sometimes when we follow our heart at this time in the human experience, uh, it it doesn't it doesn't go well in in the three D realm the way it would be described in the three D like what is success in the three D so it may not look that way and so this is part of why there's an occasion for people to say crazy impulsive foolish you know especially when you don't end up. Um, with your success, we'll use that word, being 
visible. Instead, it looks like failure, right? And so it gives an occasion for these descriptions. And so we can think to ourselves, well, it, I failed, or it didn't go the way I thought. Or, yeah, I mean, I can understand how they would say that was impulsive and that wasn't a good move because look what happened, right? That's a mess. Uh, so again, the heart speaks. <laughs> and the heart said to me, um, it's supposed to be that way sometimes. Sometimes it's supposed to um, not go the way we expected. Sometimes at this moment in the human experience, it's supposed to look like what we might call a failure on the surface level, on the 3D level. It's supposed to, that, because that's what was supposed to happen. Why? Why? Because the heart, when you follow it, is it following uh, the path of joy? Yes, it is. Is it following the path of love? Yes. Is it following the path of pleasure? Yes, it is. But it also understands that we've got some things to move through uh, so that we can experience more joy, more love, more pleasure, right? So the heart knows where it needs to go, what it needs to do, and what it needs to experience in order to open wider and to expand more so that it can hold more love and become an even fuller expression of itself you know so sometimes our hearts need to get broken sometimes there needs to be the disappointment uh, so that our hearts can do what open open to feel it to accept it to grieve it to love it to let it go to all the things you know and then our heart's like, ah, oh, look what I just held. Look how I expanded and held um, that moment. Look how I had some realizations about myself and, and how I am and am not um, fully expressing love and, and how I'm making this or that choice that is um, maybe holding me back from experiencing more love and expressing more love and holding more so we can trust the heart when we really tap into it we can trust it to um, lead us where we need to go that will enable us to experience love to be more love to open wider to love even if some of those places along the way hurt. I think I'll pause there. This is one of my longer episodes, but the heart wanted to speak this morning. And I, I want to invite you, if, if what you're hearing here is what you desire, or it's what you're experiencing right now, but it's a little much and you're like, oh, I could, I could use some handholding companionship, you know, along the way. I do want to invite you, um, to look at the one-on-one -on -one sessions that I offer because that's where it's at. <laughs> that's where it's at. Learning to listen, learning to trust, learning to hear, learning to tap back into love, which is to tap back into ourselves, which is to have a full expression of love, which is to have a full expression of ourselves, which is to 
incarnate here now and be human and divine here now um, to fully say yes and accept our soul mission here now. So there's lots of different ways to connect, you know, one-on-one, a one-time session. There's four-week stretches, six-month, nine-month. <laughs> there's monthly calls and, and weekly calls and connections and sessions. Um, for this path of returning to Eden, um, reconnecting to love, dis- discovering, rediscovering our soul path, and then embodying it, doing it, becoming it, saying yes to bringing spirit into form in our very selves, which is to do it in the world. And the world so needs this right now. It's what we're here for, for light after light after light after light inside of each human to light up, light up, light up, light up, light up. And we're here to light up each other. (laughs) So I try that in the podcast and I um, open up these classes and sessions to, to do it there. And then the people that come to the sessions or listen to the podcast, they turn and, and, and they speak to the next person and they offer medicine to the next person and they love the next person. And it keeps going until like black cohosh offered just like a, a nighttime city skyline with the lights turning on and lighting up. I'll stop now. I'll leave a link below (laughs) to my website. Um, I hope that this was good medicine. Bye now.